Welcome to the Creative Thinking Podcast with Kim Thomas, a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. In each episode, we seek to inspire, inform, and encourage creative thinking from a biblical perspective. Through this Advent season, Kim will share readings, prayers, poems, and ponderances, reminding us of the depth and beauty of Christ's Incarnation. Find a link in the show notes to download the accompanying PDF devotional. Also, if you live in the Middle Tennessee area, we welcome you to join us in our historic chapel for our candlelight Christmas Eve services at 4 and 5.30 p.m. or streaming online at 5 p.m. Now, here's Kim. Dutch theologian Abraham Kuyper said in his 1898 Stone Lectures, that art is no fringe that is attached to the garment, and no amusement that is added to life, but a most serious power. Just shy of 100 years later, Dr. Donald Drew of Labrie echoed that thought this way, The arts are not to be entered into as a genteel pastime, but as divine. The observations of these two men sheds a floodlight on the value of creative thinking for us Christians. It is more essential than ever that we value the resource of creativity and the arts to communicate the Word made flesh and dwelt among us. The good news that God Himself has sent Christ to welcome us to His loving rescue. The Word became flesh, the Incarnation. The unseen became seen. As we teach and impart the Gospel and the Scripture, that is part of our job, to make the unseeable seeable. This is a perfect task for artists of all kinds. As Paul Clay wrote in The Inward Vision, Art does not reproduce the visible. Rather, it makes visible. As recipients of the invitation to communicate the good, the true, and the beautiful, we must do so with all the tools and resources our Creator has put at our fingertips. The imagination is one of those avenues to the heart. This good news of great joy, the great news of welcome that Christ has on offer, is sometimes seen, heard, or felt through the gate of the imagination before the door of of belief is unlocked. Beloved and wise Tim Keller explained it this way, There is a sort of schizophrenia that occurs if you are listening to Bach and you hear the glory of God. And yet your mind says there is no God, and there is no meaning. You are committed to believing nothing means anything, and yet the music comes in and takes you over with your imagination. And this brings us back to Kuiper. Art has a most serious power. The last two weeks, we've added the spiritual practices of silence and preparing to our Advent season. This final week, we are approaching the great celebration of His coming. So I thought we'd introduce the spiritual practice of an intentional awareness 
of welcome. Welcome the verb is a to-do spiritual practice. It is a joyful anticipation of his arrival, a posture and an attitude, if you will, of gladness. It's make a joyful noise. The Prince of Peace and Mighty God has come. Joy is the blood in the veins of welcome. There is a lot of sentimentalness in this season, but in our busyness with all of it, we can be at risk of becoming dull to the deep and soulful joy of the true meaning. 20th century Swiss theologian Karl Barth said, we can be caught in the rut of life in movement. We can try to be merely busy and therefore slothful in the expectation of fulfillments. We can regard life as such a solemn matter that we lose the desire for celebration. The fact that we actually become joyless is only a symptom that in self-embitterment we do violence to life and to God as its creator. We must never let this happen. <clears throat> no, instead... Let's practice joyful noise-making and welcome Christ the Lord this week. Find creative ways to experience the welcome of Christ and to show others the welcome of Christ. The music of the season, as Tim Keller spoke about, is an easy place to start. But there are so many visual images, lights, and then there's readings and ways to stimulate the imagination that enlarge the welcome of our hearts to celebrate the arrival of Christ. I heard a story about a New York socialite. She was a legend in society circles. She was the reigning diva of the entertaining world. It was said that all of her parties were exceedingly well attended and her invitations were eagerly sought after. Everyone wanted to be asked to her gatherings. In a magazine interview, she was queried about what she thought made her such a successful hostess. She replied with no hesitation, I greet every guest when they arrive, and I say to them, at last you have arrived welcoming them as if they are uniquely important to me, and I mean it. The welcome has two sides in this story at Christmas. We remember his first arrival and say with a full welcoming heart, at last you've arrived, and celebrate with all the joy of that good news, which shall be to all people. But there is a greater welcome, and that is that Christ came to earth with an invitation of the gospel, and he awaits our response so that he, in turn, can one day say to us, at last, you've arrived. Let's read a few verses to welcome his arrival this week. Isaiah 9, verse 6, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, 
and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Welcome him. And Psalm 24, verse 9, Lift up your heads, O gates, and lift them up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Welcome him in. And then here's um, the Psalms. This is always a good one. Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. And then Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Welcome him, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. You feel that joy in the veins of welcome? And then John 3.16, this is that welcome invitation that he came to make. For God so loved the world that he gave his Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Oh my, it's such a great invitation and such a wonderful welcome. Our, uh, our closing prayer today is for those who haven't yet come to know Christ. And it's a perfect opportunity to pray for those who haven't received the welcome of Christ. As we wander the malls and the stores and you look around and see those around you, perhaps you could be mindful of that welcome and pray this um, reminder that uh, there are some that don't know that welcome. Let me lead us today in our prayer as we close our time together. <clears throat> Lord, for those who have not yet come to know Christ, we pray for your initiating love. Would you call to them who don't know you this Advent season? As we watch our world in peril, from violence in our cities to wars in the Middle East and Ukraine, we are more aware that this life is but a vapor. People we pass in the grocery store or in the schools who may not know you, even sitting at a traffic light looking at those in the cars around us, we pray for you to open their ears and eyes to hear your voice, to see you, that they turn and believe across the globe, Father, those in foreign lands, whatever might hold them, blind them, enslave them, would you free them by your Spirit to receive the gospel? Would you send people who can communicate your redeeming love? Send us, or whatever way you want to use us. Lord, use creative ways to access their imaginations and make hearts tender to believe 
to hear your invitation of welcome in this season of music and art and celebrations. Father, we so long for many to know you as their Savior and for them to welcome you. Hear your welcome. Lord, we pray this with a deep burden this season for the good of our neighbors and for your glory. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with friends and family. You can stay connected to The Village Chapel by signing up for our newsletter or following us on social media. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com.